this episode of Locked on Lightning, we're discussing this past week's road trip, the Lightning lose in Calgary, and we look towards this week's games. All that and more, but first, let's play that new music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I just want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. So today we're talking about looking, well, actually looking back on this past five-game road trip, which got off to a good start. The Lightning win their first three games. Uh, the Well, yeah, their first three games, uh, the one in the Saturday uh, game in St. Louis, and then the Lightning travel out uh, to Seattle, a team that we all know that we have spoken about uh, on this podcast, not only spoken about this podcast, but has really been one of the the main storylines uh, this season in the NHL. Lightning go out there, take care of business uh, pretty easily for the most part uh, for one win on Monday. And then they head into Vancouver, as we all know, a very uh, dysfunctional situation there going over in Vancouver. They win that game 5-2. And then the next two games that came up on that road trip uh, were Edmonton, Calgary, two game, two teams that I really believed were going to give the Lightning a run for their money. And that's exactly what happened. The Lightning dropped that one 5-3 in Edmonton. I was very, very nervous about that game just because we all know the Lightning have struggled to a certain degree with Edmonton win, lose, or shootout. Uh, over the last couple of seasons, I mean, they just, I don't know what it is. I mean, and I'm not upset about it. It's just, it is what it is at this point. Um, but we all know the story when it, when, when it comes to the Edmonton Oilers, what needs to be done when you're facing the Edmonton Oilers. And that is really try, if you can, stop Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And I spoke about, leading up to that game that really when you go up against Edmonton, keep them off the power play, limit the man advantage for them. And then the lightning proceed to draw four penalties or excuse me, take four penalties in that game. The Edmonton Oilers capitalizing on one of those, uh, but the lightning still cannot uh, give themselves. I mean, I mean, if you look at the numbers in this game, they, they pretty much did everything except win. Uh, in this one, I, obviously, there's more to the game with that, but really, it, it, it's it's frustrating, you know, to to me in a way, you know, like I said, I'm not upset about this loss against Edmonton. I'm more upset, frustrated, just because I always feel, and if you've been a listener of this show for quite some time, you 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 know that I always say that I always want. The Lightning, I, I feel like the division games and the out-of-the-division games against the, some of the top-tier players, not teams, but the players, the, the, the players, the superstars across the NHL, uh, the games against those guys I really think are somewhat of a gut check for Tampa Bay 
and it doesn't really matter if they're playing well or they're playing below the standards that we have for them or the standards that they have set for themselves. And in this one, I just, you know, as much as I really want to dive deep into it, and and the thing is, is that you, you let, you know, I wouldn't have, I guess I'm more frustrated with this loss because if the Lightning go out there in Edmonton, and I'll get to Calgary in just a bit because I have some things, some thoughts about that as well. If the Lightning go out there and lose in Edmonton 5-3 by the by the same exact score, but you don't see – if you see McDavid score or Drysdale score either or, that's one thing. I could take that. You know, We all know you, you can't stop both – you can't shut down both of these guys in the same night. I mean, that's just – Really doesn't matter who's in net for the Lightning that night. That's a tall order for for any team in the NHL. But you go out there and and you take four penalties, and then you you have both of those guys score. It's frustrating, you know. It's just one of those things where you you want to perform your best against two of the probably two guys that are in the top five in the NHL in terms of great players and and you go out there and and you know you have Connor McDavid score two points against you you have dry settled do the same and it's it's frustrating and then alongside that you have Zach Hyman who I think is also probably one of the better players on Edmonton Oiler team the guy who I would rather beat the lightning in that situation than uh McDavid and dry settle but nonetheless um Still good performances from the Lightning in this one. Hagel gets his 18th goal of the season. Uh, Stamkos continues the role with his 22nd uh, goal, as well as Point getting his 27th of the season. So guys are continuing to play well. So that is a positive from that game. Now, looking forward from that game to the Saturday game against Calgary, which this has a bad taste in my mouth, not because that the lightning gave up six goals in this one. It's because of the, it's because of kind of some of the things that we saw, some of the, the, the storylines that were surrounding this game. And, and also one thing in particular that the lightning did not do well. And so there was two instances throughout the game where I was really, you don't need to see this. I'll, I don't know what the story is. If, if you know the full story to this, please go ahead and drop a comment below on our YouTube channel below this video. I really want to hear the full story. It's just one of those things that irritates me. But there was a video circulating around social media. I don't know if this person is a Lightning fan. I don't know if this was just a Calgary fan. Now, if this is a Calgary, a person from Calgary who's a Flames fan, just trying to stir the pot, that's one thing. I mean, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. But if this is a Lightning fan, and, and the video I'm referring to is the video that surfaced of a person in attendance throwing a Lightning jersey on the ice. And if this was an actual Lightning fan doing this, I mean, if you're a listener of the show, you know, I'm, I, I just want to, I want to know why, like, what what was the thought process around this? What I, I mean, 
the lightning and this all this does is reflect back on the lightning. This other this isn't going to be in terms of this is going to reflect badly on the lightning franchise because you look at how other franchises and other sports. I mean, the ones that are really hated, the Dallas Cowboys, the the New York Yankees, um, the I, I, I guess the Lakers now. I don't know, but in basketball. But what I'm the point I'm trying to grab at is that Lightning have had a ton of success in the last couple of years. There's, I mean, two Stanley Cups, three Stanley Cup final appearances, and yes, they didn't win last year, of course. And then you lose a game like this, where uh, during a season where the Lightning are having are, are playing very well, and and really, you look at their roster, there are some holes definitely that really, hopefully, can be filled here and there. But really, what I'm trying to get is that it it, it just you look like a you look spoiled. You look you you look like one of those spoiled fans who is the fan of a of a of a team that has been playing phenomenal, and you know, yeah, every team's gonna have their bad night. And then you throw a jersey onto the ice. I mean, come on, man. Like, there, there's no need for that. That was just something that I saw. I, I must have looked away at the wrong moment when I was watching the game on Saturday because I didn't realize that that happened or I must have stepped out of the room. Or, but I didn't realize that that happened until after the game was over when I went on Twitter. And so it's just a bad look. And then the other thing that really irked me throughout this game is the, I, I I wish that the lightning could have shot a little bit more. They could have gotten a lot of more shots. I think, you know, 24 shots on goal. I, I just, it's inexcusable at this point in the season. Now, if we were in October, you know, maybe we could, we could, we could probably chalk this up to still, finding our our groove early on in the season that's one thing but 24 come on and, and then alongside that you you had your face off your face off percentage was phenomenal it was near it was close to 70 percent. it was 65 on the night so that shows that you're controlling the puck and you still give up six goals and and it's not always on the goaltender let's let's you know there there will be some goals we all know that Vasilevsky will let in. It just happens. But at the same time, you know, it's also dependent on what's going on in front of him. And, you know, that's for another episode. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that because really want to dive into Victor Hedman. You know, I think it's time we have that conversation with him. And, you know, there was also a tweet uh, that I saw. But 0 for 6 on the power play. 0 for 6 on the power play. I see, so you know, me, if you've been listening and watching to the show for a while, the lightning, I, I'm curious as I don't watch the post game stuff. I rarely do. Um, Cause no matter what a player says or a coach says after the game, does it make any difference to me on how the result happened or what happened during the result? All that matters is to me is if they make the adjustments going forward. I mean, Oh, for six, you you put yourself in a great situation for six penalties, six power plays, and you can't capitalize on any of them. And you know, really, I'm going to put frankly, if the Lightning were wondering after the game why they lost, it's because you didn't score any power play goals. And it's it's quite honestly shocking the way this team has played that they didn't 
net anything in 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 those six tries. But yeah, so those are some of the things that stuck out to me over the last two games of this five game road trip. Overall, you know, three and two on on a very tough road trip. I'll take it. Just not a good end. A great start, but a a bad ending to what really the Lightning should have gone four and one. I, I think that you know Edmonton that was a toss up. Calgary, the way they've been playing. I still firmly believe that the Lightning should have won that game. So we'll see how they bounce back this week against some very formidable opponents, which we'll be talking about coming up in the second segment. But first, I want to talk about today's one of today's sponsors, and that is Athletic Greens. Now, Athletic Greens, I love this. I start my morning with it every single day. Just one scoop of powder and in a glass of water, and you're set to go. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing that I love about Athletic Greens. It uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. That's, again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So starting things out in the second segment of our show, I just want to thank everyone, everybody once again to uh, for liking and subscribing to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed uh, in audio form, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. So really, you know, like I said, a, a frustrating frustrating uh end to the lightning road trip on the west coast but uh they get to jump right back into it a little bit of a redemption here tomorrow night uh at home against the minnesota wild uh a team in which i really thought that the lightning in their last meeting and if you want to go back and and listen to me really just giving the minnesota wild no no uh respect at all um the the minnesota wild have really impressed me this year i i mean i said in the last uh preview podcast i guess uh when these two teams played each other and and i say it here and there on the locked on nhl channel on thursdays when chris masilli and i are doing our our rankings I give these guys no respect at all. I mean, I think that they're a very tough team. I thought I think they play very well. Um, they're one of those teams that, and, and this is my thought process that I feel that has evolved, and I feel like the NHL, especially the teams that don't really have clear-cut top-tier level superstars, um, you know, I'm talking about top 10 guys now, whether if you think Kareli Kaprizov is a top 10 player in this league, just in the forward category, I mean, that is up for debate. I think he has that that potential to get to that. But I still think that there's still a lot 
for him to accomplish before we could even put him into that conversation. But the Wild, uh, third in the Central right now. The Colorado Avalanche is starting to pick up on them. Uh, just one point behind them in the division. But the Lightning losing their last game to the Minnesota Wild, 5-1. And now this matchup will cap off their two-game series on the season. So I would like the Lightning to at least split this. Uh, the Wild come into this game 5-3-2 uh, and two in their last 10, while the Lightning uh, also riding a two-game losing streak, such as the Wild are uh, coming into this game 6-4. and four. So at least you know the the positive from that you know it, it's a it's a it's a it's a winning record one that you could definitely hang your hat on in your last ten six and four I'll take it it's better than four and six but the thing that I really like most about it is that we're we're really we're not playing a lot of extra time games uh, the Lightning whether it's win or lose they're take they're they're finishing their games in regulation which i think is a huge positive which i think is something that especially if they win it's something that you definitely want to continue to do i mean we spoke about it last year where it seemed as though even though i think the lightning only played seven overtime games or seven games beyond regulation i i that's very much a lot of hockey extra extra hockey to be played considering what the lightning have had to done over had to do over the last couple of years and you know, I think we could all say, not to make any excuses, but, you know, could very much have played a role in what happened in the Stanley Cup Finals last year. So I'm glad we're starting to see the Lightning fixing that. Now, obviously, some of that has to do with luck. Uh, <clears throat> that also has something to do with the Lightning falling behind and, and being able to come back and win games in regulation or, or you know, winning games and holding on to the lead in regulation instead of another the opposing team coming back uh and and you know winning it in overtime which or the shootout which you never want to do or see especially the shootout which is i still think is not something that's benefiting um the nhl uh but looking at this game uh players to watch if you want to follow along because i really i like looking at this i i look at the the matchup preview on nhl.com because it's very accurate. It really tells paints you a story of what to look out for in this game. You got Kareli Pritsov, who I've spoken about. I just spoke about. I said, I think he's a very talented player. I think he's definitely the top dog on this team for this Minnesota Wild team. I think he has a ton of – he's part of the reason why they are where they are right now. Um, he has seven points in his last five games, uh, and, and five of those are – assist so it shows you that he's not just a scorer that he's able to do a bunch of other things uh he has 26 goals this season uh and 56 points so clearly the the top dog on that team the guy that and i say this for every team that has that one guy that's their 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 one go-to is that i really think that you know you want to have if you want to have the other players on the team beat you uh, other than their top dog. But what I was alluding to before, before I lost my place and I'm rounding it back up is that the thing that has changed with this wild team. And I really, I really firmly believe that this is what you're going to see out of kind of like these teams that don't really have a, 
not a I guess a superstar. I, I guess you know the teams that have a have stars, but not a superstar. And what and, and I guess the best team to look at that is a comparison of that or has really done a good job of of kind of being a top tier team and and having not just one or two or three players uh winning games for you but your whole you know your whole team uh from top to bottom is the Carolina Hurricanes and I feel like the Minnesota Wild this season have really tapped in to that that level of play now the i i think what it's going to come down to in in this game and i firmly believe this is for most games i mean some games it's more so like like with edmonton i feel like it's their superstars but in this game i think it's going to come down to goaltending i really think it is i we're going to see vasileski again uh vasileski comes into this game 2012 and one with a goals against average of two five five Save percentage of nine one six, and like I said, and I'll say this for every episode, for every matchup, for the rest of the season, is that I firmly believe the thing that he's really been lacking this season is that shutout, and and I really, you know, it, he has really come along since the beginning of the season, and he's, I've said it on this podcast, I said it on other podcast appearances. Um, that I, you know, as maybe off as he has seemed this year, I still think by all accounts, and if you look at past seasons, I just, he's having a very good season. The reason why it may not feel like it is because he doesn't seem as dominant. He's not getting those shutouts. Uh, he's not in the conversation. He's not really anywhere near in the conversation for the Vezina. And I think, you know, I think the reasoning for that, it's not so much him, it's because goaltending has gotten so much better uh, in across the board for the NHL, which is kind of crazy to say, considering we're also seeing an uptick in scoring this year. So that even shows you, you know, how good guys like Linus Allmark in Boston have been this year, a guy, guy who his goals against average is under two. So, and he is just, been phenomenal there so and and if to put it in perspective is the numbers that Vasilevsky has this year not too far off from the year when he won the Vezina so put that in perspective or or take that as you will um so the Lightning are gonna have to go out there they're either gonna have to beat Marc-Andre Fleury or uh Gustafsson who either or uh I don't really care I I, I they are two very similar goaltenders in their numbers um and in their performances um either or i think the lightning are talented enough to to force those guys to make mistakes to to really uh be able to get down low and and really create a lot of pressure uh for the goaltenders and really that's what it comes down to create pressure uh fire off a lot more shots fire off more than 24. Uh, I think if the Lightning get to the 30 shot mark, I think that is a, a good a good spot for them in terms of stats where you want to be uh, on the shot tally for the night. So that's a good number I think the Lightning should really aim for uh, and capitalize on the power play. I mean, it, it's it's pretty much, you know, the formula hasn't changed for this team. It's just that they just go out there and they can't produce. They can't be effective. 
um, and, and to use the old hockey phrase or, or, you know, thing that you probably hear everywhere else, they got to go out there and work harder than the other team. And, you know, sometimes we don't see that and, and, or they don't work hard enough to where it's not good enough for them. Uh, it's not good enough to put them on top of the teams that they're playing. I, so uh, let me know what you know, what you think below. I, I think that the lightning really should go out there. Worst case scenario, this will be a tight one, but I think we're going to see a, a good, a good number of goals in this game. I would probably say four, three lightning uh, for this one. So keep an eye out for that. So uh, we'll wrap things up in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about another one of today's sponsors, and that is FanDuel. Now, the NFL playoffs are here, and we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. I love FanDuel. I use it. I've been using it for a very long time, and and I love all the props you could do, all the mix and match matches you could do on your parlays. It's phenomenal. Uh, and, and so really it, it gives you a lot of freedom to go out there and really, you know, be able to win some, some money. And the best part about it for me, because, you know, I'm, I'm always on the move and, and, you know, I love the app. It's safe, it's secure, and it's super easy to use. So football fans don't miss out, place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose at fanduel.com slash locked on, make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So wrapping things up on the show, um, yeah, basically the tail of the tape for the Lightning there, I guess the last four days is underperform and find out what happens. I mean, you know the the regular, <laughs> you know the regular saying, but we can't say that here. This is family-friendly programming here, but you get you get my point. You, you get the fact that they need to go out there and, and really it comes down to what I said uh, just a couple of minute, moments ago. They got to work harder than the other team. They got to be more disciplined than the other team. And this team has shown for the most part over the last couple weeks, last month, that they can do that. And so it's that more frustrating when you go out there. You, like I said, not upset about the Edmonton game. That could have gone either way. Um, you know, say what you want about Edmonton this season. Still, they have two of the best, two out of the the top five players in the NHL. So I'm not going to knock the lightning for that. And, and to, to try and shut down both of those guys uh, on the same night, it's a tough task for any any team, any goaltender. So whatever. Calgary definitely should have won that game. Uh, 0 for 6 on the power plays, inexcusable. So the Lightning needs to turn it around. They get to turn it around. Um, and that's a good thing I love about having a tough schedule. And, and if you follow us on our social media accounts, LO underscore Lightning on Twitter and Locked On underscore Lightning on Instagram, we posted something on Twitter about a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think it was from tankathon.com. I may have mentioned it on our past episodes at the time that the Lightning have the third, I think it's the third most, difficult remaining schedule left out of all 32 teams in the NHL. And I actually, you know, some people might say, Oh my goodness, this could be a disaster, but I think that's perfect 
for the Tampa Bay Lightning because you come off, like I said, a pretty much disappointing loss to Calgary. Let's be honest here. Uh, after losing a, a game, which, you know, not surprising, losing to Edmonton uh, after winning your first three on a five-game road trip, and you get to go back up against one of the heavyweights or the light heavyweights of the NHL with Minnesota, and then you got your division rival uh, two days later with Boston, arguably probably going to be the President's Trophy winners, let's be honest here. Um and then you get the Kings, a scrappy young team, a team that you don't know what you're going to get out of these guys any given night. So, And then after that, you, you get to kind of relax and, and with the All-Star weekend and jump right into it in February, back into it with a back-to-back with Florida and San Jose. Florida obviously underperforming this year, still a team that you shouldn't take lightly. And then you got Colorado and Dallas. Uh, so... Really good, really good chance for the Lightning because, you know, I don't really take the games against the lower level teams really any seriously because I feel I'm a firm believer that games against, you know, as much as you enjoy them, games against Columbus, Arizona, um, you know, some of the other not so good teams, the Blackhawks, you know, as much as you love to win those games, those don't build. They don't to me, they don't build any momentum especially if they're in the middle of a winning streak, they don't really do anything for you. It's like you're being a heavyweight in boxing and then you go down, you fight a a middleweight and then you go back up. That's not going to do anything for you. That's a sparring. And I, and and I feel like that's a good kind of way to look at it. Like you you go up against a, a very tough team. You know, if you go from Boston and then you play Columbus and then you go back to Colorado. Yeah, you played, but between those two matchups, but, did you play anything that was of quality? It was just a sparring session really out there. And that's why I love having the lightning have this tough schedule. And that's why it, it keeps them honest. It it allows them to stay focused. It allows them to go out there and, and continue to do all of the right things. Cause I feel like the games in which the lightning play lesser teams, those are the games that could screw up everything for you going forward. So let me know, am I being a little, maybe over the top about this, or I, I firmly believe I'm on track with this because I, I, with my assessment, and it, and it keeps all these players fresh. You know that I love playing against the top teams. Obviously, you know it, it really, like I said, it continues to keep you honest. It continues you to stay on the right path and and string together you know another winning streak. I firmly believe you get by Minnesota, you get by Boston. The Kings should be somewhat a pede- a pedestrian game that you could win. Then you come back and you could dump on the Florida Panthers. And guess what? You got yourself a little winning streak if you could knock off San Jose. And you're also refreshed after that week off going into Colorado and Dallas. So uh, definitely these last three games of the month uh, definitely set you up for really, really good streak and a really good stretch heading into February after the All-Star break as we see kind of an up and down here and there uh, in the schedule. So we'll be back tomorrow to talk about more. I, tomorrow we're going to be doing, if you saw part one of our midseason grades, we're doing part two with the defensive core. So check that out and the goaltenders. So check that out all more. And please, once again, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts 
are distributed. Give me a follow on Twitter at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Love hearing from all of you and subscribe to the channel on YouTube. So that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.